And to even layer it even more, all, all that edging we did in earlier. 1962, <laughs> and Bancroft won for the Miracle Worker, mm-hmm. who was also nominated. Geraldine Page. See, they love these dramas. They do these stories. Sweet Bird of Youth. Oh my God. And Geraldine Page. You know, Geraldine Page is she's she had uh, eight nominations. It's good. It's sweet, but it's good. I just wasn't sure what it was. Geraldine Page had eight nominations. She won on her eight. She's an eight-page book. And she is really a theater. She's got jokes. Woman, like she's a theater woman, yeah. a theater actress, and it always and she played Agnes of God for a lot of performances, and then to go to the Oscars, and then to be nominated with the actress who's been who who I'm sure that the two of them probably knew each other and like got along. Because they're well, yeah. both, they're they don't both. Care. Like, this is manufactured drama that we're all like. Because Anne Bancroft is a theater actor. She won a Tony. She's won two Tonys. She won a Tony for the Miracle Worker. Yeah. Which, by the way, is worth a second look if you've ever never seen it. Patty Duke. I was gonna say. We lock. We walk alike. We talk alike. Yeah, she's duking it out. Yeah. You could lose your mind. I mean, those scenes where they're fighting. Yeah. No, that's good. Where I she's was trying to fold I, fun a napkin. fact: my first play I did in high school was *The Miracle Worker*. I played uh, the Miracle Worker and Bancroft's characters, uh, like daughter. The ghost you were the of their, child their of their the brother, deaf adult. Her brother. The ghost oh, of her the ghost. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. Wow. I had to. I had to scream Annie in pain, and I sold it, baby. <laughs> you want? You want to get a taste of it? Annie. It was something like that. Anyway, I wanted to go back to something we were talking about just a minute ago that I don't remember. But while the color purple, on me, Agnes of God. <laughs> no, oh, the, so yeah, the, I, I think that the Academy likes to manufacture that kind of drama for its viewers. So that's why I'm like talking about things like legacy uh, nods, like when is fucking Angela Bassett ever going to win? Because like Ooh. my my like my unfinished thread of Oscar nominations is. What's love got to do with it? No, Holly Hunter. Yeah, well, Holly Hunter did not win for broadcast news because that's the year they gave it to Cher. Uh, for, for Moonstruck? Moonstruck. Fine. But then, what happens then? You bump Holly. You're kicking the can down the road for Holly Hunter to win for the piano, which is great. She should have won for that. But you know who didn't win that year? Who should have? Is fucking... Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Well, she needs another good movie role which she's so, so found wait, Holly Hunter on did television. win for the piano she did okay I mean that's good that's good but that's it's good. like she should have won for broadcast news but then when are they gonna give it to Cher like it's just this thing where they're like and this is why I'm like give it to Kristen Stewart now and you're gonna save yourself no, a lot of problems because every, no, because you Jessica no. Chastain is going to win for something else later I but don't why know, would we give it to Kristen Stewart if she's not gonna do anything good after this because this is the She's good. She's no. She's not. Oh boy. She's bad. She's bad. I think no. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. I still don't feel like that's as dramatic as like Denzel losing to to Al Pacino. That's a big one. That's another one. That's the biggest one. That's a very big one. Having watched Malcolm X recently, I'm just like, what the fuck? Oh, Why what did, did you this think movie of that win movie? Best Picture that year. Oh my God, Malcolm X is like the best like this, picture of any year. I think it's Spike Jones' best movie. Malcolm X wasn't even nominated. 
What did I say? Spike Jones. I'm sorry. Spike Lee's best movie. Oh, boy. No, I, lo- I know. I, I'm racist. <laughs> no, I love- it's well established that Ryan's racist. <laughs> I, I loved it when I watched it. I watched it not too long ago. It wasn't even nominated. I know. And it's so well, good. Spike Lee also like got controversial with it, like saying, like not that this is an excuse, but he was like, kids should skip school to go see this movie. And it's just like, I don't know, what was it, 1992? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm just like I super wish I had. I was 19... a 12-year-old. I think that would have been great. <laughs> I honestly probably, like, I think we all could have stand to see Malcolm X at an earlier yeah, age. Yeah, that movie was, it was very good. I yeah, liked it a lot. Yeah. And I yeah. should rewatch that. And, and yeah, it's just, it. it's such a slap in the face because, like, Denzel does this, like, huge character arc, carries a three-hour movie. I know! An important movie. And then, like, he loses it to Al Pacino for Scent of a Woman. Oh, boy. Hoo-ha. But I think even Denzel Washington has said, like, I mean, it, I, I kind of get it. Like, I get why I lost that. They year. Wait, why, why does he get Like, why did... But why? it's Al Pacino. Like, he he understood the politics of oh, it. No, but you, like, give him, you give him an award in the past or... It's a kick the yeah. can. It's a kick the can situation. Like they just can't do that never got one until that. You know? Movie. Did you ever see the terrible, terrible, terrible Adam Sandler movie Jack and Jill, where he does the Dunkin' Donuts thing? Yeah, where he does yeah. the woman. Yeah, yeah he he well, plays Adam like Sandler does twin. Both, yeah. yeah, well, cause, yeah, because uh, yeah, it's the Dunkachino thing. Al Pacino's in it. Well, at one point, like the the fat slovenly like sister character breaks al pacino's oscar and she goes oh well you must have lots of those and he goes you'd think and like i (laughs) i laughed i was like that's actually kind of funny yeah what would you give al pacino an oscar for godfather part two yeah (laughs) that's my answer hands down who won that year art garney for what did you say garney Carney. Okay, I thought you said Art Garney. I heard Garney too. I might have said Garney. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Guy walks across Jesus. the country with his cat on a I'm leash. Sorry, Harry and Tonto. Sure. God, that movie sucks. Have you seen it? No, it's I never so will. So bad. Old guy. It, it's basically the straight story, except that instead of an old man and a tractor, it's an old man with a cat on a leash. Boring. And it, yeah, I don't hate the straight story, by the way. No, no, that movie's good. <laughs> but apparently, Sissy Spacek had a big uh, role in getting more distribution for Eraserhead. Um, and, okay, she, cool. and she plays the daughter in Straight Story. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. I lo- Do you know this about me? I love Sissy Spacek. She's oh. amazing. Something tells me you're a fan of In the Bedroom. <gasps> Matt, it's on the list. <laughs> Darren, do you want to come on for in the bedroom? <laughs> we both fooled around with Darren. Darren can be an official ex, can't he? Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> Darren, do you, should we just like, I don't think the everyone knows this. What if we just revamped it? It's ancient history now, Darren. <laughs> I only slept with Darren once. Me too. I mean, we fooled around more than that, but just, you know. Listeners at the four-hour mark are getting some real uh, good good information here. <laughs> Yes, I fooled around with both Matt Listen, and right, Ryan. Maybe this We're is all a, adults. Maybe here. this is a surprise for and anybody. And I had I had a good time with all, everything. Me too. I think you said I had a perfect asshole. And thank he you, really Darren. does. Wow. Thank you. I do. I'll show you pictures. No, I won't. No, I've been there. But listen, I've listen. 
Let's get real here and not talk about movies anymore because who cares anymore? This is like, wait, this is the after after party. (laughs) But like, you know what? Gay men sleep Uh, together. That's how. That's how friendships start. I know. I've learned to stop asking how you two know each other. Like I don't even. I've slept with so many of my best friends, and it makes me almost all of them. I can always cuddle with them. They're like, we're sweet to each other. We know. Yeah, yeah. I'm absolutely. Which this, couch? If this is, I mean, if this is a surprise for anybody listening, like, yeah, gay men sleep together all the time. It's like a handshake. It's like, it's it's just how we get to know each other, and it's fine. My bed vibrates if we all want to hop in there. What? Why? <laughs> why does it vibrate, or yeah. why would we all want to be? Why on would it vibrate? Bed? Because it's built into the frame. Really? Like, yeah. You have a vibrating oh. bed. It also like inclines, and there's a G spot button on the remote control that like inclines the leg a little bit, and then like inclines the head like a lot. So like if someone's like riding you, it's supposed to be like the perfect position. We need a tour of your bed because <laughs> we will be doing this because later. My bedroom is the last bastion of me being a messy, slovenly bastard. Matt, ba- last time uh, I was in your bedroom bachelor. was like a year and a half ago when we did uh, Angels, Angels in America. America. Yeah, and you had was a mattress on the floor. It's still there. So now it's it's some sort of like robotic there's uh, a there's a mattress on the floor next to the actual bed frame with a different mattress can we please see your bedroom i also have two weighted blankets to keep me from tossing and turning through the night i love a weighted blanket it's so nice no 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 i don't know i'm not into it well well for me it's like not all of us have a man to to lay on top of us okay Through the I, night. I'm the tosser and turner, so maybe he's like, can we get a weighted blanket? I don't know. We can talk about it. Cedric, what do you think? He's definitely not listening. <laughs> well, maybe he should. He'll get some pointers. I'll ask him. I'll ask him. Uh, Agnes of God. <laughs> anyway, back to Agnes of God. Uh, what other Oscars did that movie win? It was nominated for a few, if I remember correctly. Actress for Anne Bancroft, supporting actress for Meg Tilly. Uh, I want to say adapted screenplay and score. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and what year was that? And I want to say, I think that might be it. That's fine. But I mean, it's a lot. And like when I read up on it, I was like, this does seem like Oscar fodder. Well, it's based on a play. And but it's like the subject matter. Yeah, it's it's like a, a psychologist is is summoned to a, a, a convent where a girl, a younger nun, Meg Tilly, Meg Tilly, has given birth to a baby, and no one knows how this happened, and she like throws the baby. Like in a bucket or something, and like and like like gets rid of it, and the baby dies. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Is she, I can't re- I can't remember the specifics of what I'm she. Like, this is my kind the, of movie. The, she gives birth. Bucket is a really funny word. Can we just throw <laughs> she, that out there? She she gives birth to the baby and like pretty much throws it out. Okay. And the psychologist kind of comes to kind of say like, "Hey, what the like what the fuck." has happened here brings the bucket like what happened here? <laughs> and i went to go mop the convent floors the, and there's a baby in it <laughs> and she's uh met by the mother superior who's who, played by 
and Bancroft. In, in the, and Bancroft in the in the movie. And Jane Fonda plays the psychologist. <laughs> I love uh, Jane Fonda. Oh. Yeah. This sounds good. The, I, I, and no, honestly, like when when I was like this is what I do for oh. work is Google and Jane Fonda Award smokes nominations. The, the, the smokes to the whole thing. In the thing. convent? She, well, it's part of like her character. Like is like, can I smoke in here? Okay. And and Bancroft Mind is kind of trying to <laughs> by ashing your baby bucket. <laughs> it's called a butt bucket. <laughs> It, uh, but like a bar, it's a butt bucket. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so Jane Fonda kind of is confronted with with uh, the mother superior played by Anne Bancroft to be, and she's very protective. But she's like, "Hey, listen, like I need to like figure out what the fuck happened here," and it all kind of uh, collides in this climactic moment where they're in this room and. Like Meg Tilly tells what happened, and she's she's under hypnosis, and uh, at the end she like say, don't spoil throws it. Throws up I her. See this now. Oh, no, I won't spoil spoiling. it. Keep spoiling. No, I won't spoil Matt, it. Plug your ears. Okay, I'll plug my ears. Just tap she, my foot when it's over. She uh, throws her arms up and she starts bleeding from her palm. And and she's in this white nun outfit and she has blood all over her and it's so good. And you do not want it to be spoiled. We're done. Yeah. And we're done. We're done, Matt. We're done. You're supposed to tap my foot. But it's one of those that I was just like, it was eighty five. Minutes the long? Oscars were eighty five, or the movie came out in eighty five. The movie came out in eighty five. Eighty six Oscars, then. Yeah. So for me, it's the Oscars of of eighty five. Okay. Uh, out of Africa. Oh God, I haven't oh, seen it, boy. but Ryan's the color purple. Not a fan. The color purple. I watch it though. I watched Witness. Witness was that oh, year. That was a pretty good movie. Hey, Kiss hey, of the Spider I- Woman. Oh, you know that's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Uh, Pritzi's Honor. Eh, it's a movie. I like. I do like Angelica Houston. I do She's... not like Jack Nicholson in that. No, movie. I think that movie's not great. Jack Nicholson is, should not have an accent in any movie. He can't do it. Yeah, I do love Angelica Houston though. She's yeah. great in that. Like, I, I, I don't. I don't. We know. stand Angelica Houston. Oh, we 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 yeah we stand a Houston. Oh, we did a whole double feature about her. I love Angelica. I love Angelica. I, I also love that story from Chinatown. Like they're doing the table read and they're doing like a, uh, one of the scenes with John Houston there. And like before everyone's actually like sitting at the table and it's like Jack Nicholson sits down, like John Houston sits down and he just looks at Jack Nicholson and goes, I hear you're sleeping with my daughter, Mr. Gitz. <laughs> and it's like, just like this, like moment of uh. Because it's like he was sleeping with Angelica Houston yeah. at that point. And she loved it. Probably. Have you done The Witches? <laughs> yes. We have, yeah. That was part you of have? Angelica Houston. Yeah, we, we did. Uh, he, Angelica Adams. Houston, ton of fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, A great family movie. And. The Witches. The Witches. Yeah. Because we, we did Adam's Family Values later. I don't remember what that was a part of. Uh, the oh, I heard Cusack that one. Back to back. Yeah. I that's heard right. the uh, Adam's Family Toys and Adam's Family Values, baby. 
But we also did the Grifters and like. Oh, she's oh. so good. Rewatching the Grifters totally reevaluated my view of that movie because I'd seen it like as a teenager. I'm like, oh, it's good, but you know, whatever. And then like you did it for the podcast. No, that movie rules. It really does. It, it it is better when you know the ending. Like yeah, like knowing like the Angelica Houston, uh, uh, Annette Benning, like what they're supposed to be, like their role the same, yeah. in the movie actually like enriches it. It's a great movie. Yeah, that was solid. Um, yeah, I yeah my yes well, I be, she because think, there, there's so many like little instances where it's like Annette I always want to watch it again because I've never I I think I've only seen it once. Well, oh, go back, please. You'll love it. Well, there's like a scene where like Angelica Houston goes to a motel. And Frances Bean is like the hotel, like she sure is. And she's like, "Was there a problem with your room?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were the other lady," referring to Annette Benning because they have similar hairstyles. Yeah, but it's like there's just these constant little things that like people keep mistaking Angelica Houston and uh, Annette Benning throughout the whole movie. Yeah, and then it's like as you're getting to the end, you realize that there's, there's like this weird incest thing. That that uh, uh, John Cusack yeah. has, and well, Steve Tobolowski's character when he like when she brings in the jewels, he's like, I thought it was the real thing. Yeah, that's right, that's yeah. right. And so yeah, there's just all these like little things. I'm like, oh, it's like a theme in the movie. Like it's not but he just... mistakes like his girlfriend for his mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it, it it it's it, it's in there. Boy, we watched that. Good. Listen. I got my letterboxed uh, year in review, but because I don't have pro, I only got, like, two things. They're like, here's the two things. Here's the most, the actor you watched the most, and here's the director you watched the most. The director I most, most watched was Stephen Frears, because I was, like, trying to fill some Frears oh. holes. And I love Stephen Frears. I, I really, really love Stephen Frears. I know. It's weird. I think he's great. Uh, yo, yo, what did you call him? Like, uh, uh, you gave him, like, a title. Uh, King of Middlebrow? Yeah. He's the best. I love it. Did movies. you watch um, A Very British Scandal? Yes. I loved yes. it. I was loved that it. good? I loved it. Yes. I thought that was 100%. fun. percent You watched it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so good. So queer. He's, so, he's got such a queer bent. Anyway. Uh, but. Oh, fuck. I'm drunk enough. I can't remember. Uh, he. What about. So you, letterbox. Oh, the other one, so but my actors. other like most watched actress was Angela Bassett last year. So. There you go. Because you watched What's Love Got to Do With It and, and... Contact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she in Contact? She, she is. She delivers, like, the best... Lo- like, she delivers, like, the, like, whoa moment. I watched that in home ec for some reason in high school. That movie's pretty good. I actually... I kind of liked it. You know who can direct She's... a movie? Robert Zemeckis? I know. I know. Like He I, can. I watched... We were talking about this and earlier. And you know who's a great actress is Jodie Foster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched Panic Room not too long ago. I rewatched it, and she's real good in that. You guys. And she was hired at the very last minute. Because really? Nicole Kidman, uh, she was hired to, uh, like, met with... Uh, they, there was a um, variety something Hollywood reporter thing where... She's paired up, Nicole Kimmins paired up with uh, Kristen Stewart to talk about, you know, being nominated or whatever. Yeah. 
And they were like, oh, my God, hi. Like, they're like, oh, my God, do you remember? And, and Kristen, Kristen Stewart's like, you, I, oh, you I love you. Mom. You almost played my mom. But she, like, had, like, That's a, right. she broke She's her knee. She, like, broke her knee or, like. And couldn't do it? And couldn't do it. Oh, Jodie Foster's so great in that movie. So she's a voice on the machine. Oh, really? Oh, like on the Like, on the, on the tape recorder or something is See, Nicole Kidman. Does that mean Nicole, Nicole, Fin- Nicole Kidman hasn't worked with Fincher yet? I don't think yeah, so. Don't no, think Nicole so. Kidman executive produced it. Oh. And they had to hire... Jodie Foster at the very last minute to kind of come I mean, in. late 90s to the mid-80s, like, Nicole Kidman career, like, I want to write a book about Well, because it. it's not totally different from In the Cut, because she was supposed yes. to be In the Cut. Yes, But that was, like, the height I, of her divorce. And she couldn't do and it? And she couldn't do it, but she was executive producer on right. that but as Meg well. But Meg Ryan did it, yeah. <gasps> but I think... And, like, when you so watch what, it, it's just, like, Meg Ryan's doing her best Nicole Kidman. I know, but when you... Oh, my God. When you... I guess she really hurt herself... Like she broke a rib or something during like Moulin Rouge and like twisted like she she has a knee injury that's like fuck e- even Lerman. even right now she had to miss the Oscar luncheon because oh, she Nicole. had like a she like twisted her knee wrong or something. So t- to go back to Jodie Foster real quick because I feel oh, like no, no, sorry we, we, this might this might be a topic. I just, like, a month ago watched for the first time a little movie called The Accused. Oh, that's a great movie. Interesting. Interesting. One, it takes place in Washington. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Uh, And I thought for sure that the bar was, like, in the U District under I-5. Because, like... I think it's in Tacoma. uh, It's in Vancouver. Oh, okay. But it's, like, the bar is, like, under a freeway. I'm like that looks like I five like that yeah. looks like in the U district like right at the 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 bottom there but it's not, uh, but it could, because I had just watched Science of the Lambs again and then like the accused was on like Hulu or something like that, and so like a week later I watched the accused because I know that Science of the Lambs was sort of a role in reaction to the accused because she has power in that movie right whereas in the accused she has no power yeah the accused is a hard movie. It I, was hard, but it was good. No, I liked it too. I, w- I was actually kind of surprised because I thought it was going to be kind of a slog. I was like, it's just just going to be like how like women are completely powerless for two hours. And like it kind of is, but it's not. It's oddly watchable considering it's about rape. I feel and the like... And was actually like... Well they done. Did it, Very well done. They did it sensitively, but graphically like i don't know if that yeah. makes sense like no no, no. I'm it, it wasn't gratuitous i guess is is what i'm trying to say i recommend the accused yeah i was i was surprised at how watchable it was it was and jody foster was really good it's just like when you watch silence of the lambs like jody foster seems so novice and you kind of for like she's so convincing as a novice like you forget that like she like her whole career up until that point is playing like confident young women who like are mm. aren't afraid to like bust in doors or or, or you forget the cage. you forget how capable she is i think if you look at there is no other person with maybe the exception of maybe like 
I, I, I almost want to say like Regina King is almost kind of like becoming a little bit of a Jodie Foster. Okay. Where she started so young. What, what are some Regina King roles that we would know? Well, 227. N- not not me specifically. Oh. The, the audience. Oh, sorry. I mean, hold on, hold on. Wow. Jodie Foster. <laughs> hold on. 201 episodes. But in. I, I want to say like, like, like Jodie Foster, like she started so young. Yeah. So young and continued in a very, um, like, uh, she, she, she never, um, faltered. She, she was always like, always doing something, always doing something, always doing something. Disney. Then like, she kind of doing like young adult stuff. Well, it's like Taxi Driver, Bugsy Malone. But but before ta- before Taxi Driver, she was doing like, um, you know, Four Corners, C- C- Candlestick Manor, or whatever. Yeah, that like one is. the little girl down the the road oh, or whatever. Rough too. Yeah, like, like like she was doing. All of these amazing movie, but she did like uh, a Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday was seventy six, which I think was the same year as Taxi Driver. Like she has consistently been doing stuff, and then she took this like little break and went to to school. Yeah, and if you really want to listen to a great podcast, Mark Maron, honey. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Listen to it, Mark Maron. The Jodie Foster interview. The Jodie Foster interview is so good. It's so good. And he and she never talks about the Ronald Reagan. Yeah, uh, that's what really. And actually, I felt uncomfortable with that in that episode because I feel like he's really pushing for her to talk about, and she's just like, you know what? It it had nothing to do with me. Well, but but she she like she doesn't. Yeah, she does not talk about it. And that's what her mother said. She's like, you, well, yeah, you have that. given your uh, statement about this, and you will never speak about this again. And yeah, like, that, and that was what I took from that interview was like the fact that she's willing to talk this much, which like was even really if, even if it's incremental. And she had nothing to say. She was just like, this has nothing to do with me. It, it, like, I had no control over this. I, she, I, and I'm she doesn't. But, but, but she, as she like could have been like, I don't talk about that. But okay. she, she, I, I, I love that she talked about that she was like doing a, a theater piece at school and that this all happened during it. And she still went on stage every night and was like, I'm going to do this. And, and she was like, there's so much chatter going on. And the president was fucking trying to, yeah, you know, like breathe. I have so much respect for her. And then she, Talks about like, and then she enters this new phase, and she wins an Oscar in her twenties. Yeah, she's so. And I, then I, she I, like I don't has this like surgence of a career, and then she she plays, you know, a character that doesn't usually win a Best Actress Oscar with Silence of the Lambs. Oh, she's so plays good this at kind of like meek, yet strong. Really, for the time, a character that never really been seen before. I think a lot of the that, acting that's that, like, like that's I think a lot Jodie of the, Foster's mo. Though, and like, that, when I look at Taxi Driver, I'm like, where's where's a movie like this uh, before this? Yeah. And but, if you watch Taxi Driver with Silence of the Lambs, 
And if you didn't know that it was Jodie Foster, I don't think that like you would identify both performances from the same actress because it's like you look at Taxi Driver and it's like Travis Bickle's talking to her and she's putting jam on toast and then she's putting sugar on that toast and it's like oh she's just a kid but he's talking about how like how can you let men come in your ass and come on your face and like it's just like and she's so confident she's like that's whatever you know like yeah. well, you know blah 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 and then you see Sons of Lambs and she seems so meek and she seems so unsure of herself. It's a 100% different. It's a 180. But it, shows, really it shows that she understands the technique of acting. And no. that she understands what is being asked of her. She, it, like, 100%. And, and, and in that interview, she says, like, I love figuring out what a director needs. Mm. She is a director's actor. She's directed too, so and then she, and then she went on to directing. That's why I bring up uh, Regina King, where like, like now she's like, you know, she's directed a bunch of times. She's directed a lot of television. She's like this like workhorse, mm. and she's a uh, open queer lesbian woman, and I love that about her. I feel like yeah, I feel like it'd be cool I, to work with her. I just feel like. I feel like she is like so cool. Yeah. And has done so many different things and she's has so many stories. You Kudos know, to I just Darren for remembering the target of this that it was Regina King. Yeah, like we good. started on you this know, topic. But, like Regina King like like now 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 Regina King is like now directing and I feel like Regina King's like she started so young and she's like had this like interesting career where she played like a lot of side characters and and like now she's like everyone's like Regina King oh my god Regina King it's like yeah she's she's been here forever everybody I mean like this is full circle in plain Cause, sight because because we were talking about at the very beginning of this episode four hours ago what did you like <laughs> about the first uh the last year's Oscars oh. and Darren said Regina King walking down. oh my god and when she won her Oscar, one of my favorite things. So their whole thing Wait, is the, the walk the to the stage. Everything everyone talks about the walks to walk to the stage. How they're always like, oh, we need to it's too out. long. It's, it's too long. long. And what did Regina King win for? She won for If Beale Street Could Talk, which is a fantastic, beautiful poem of a movie. And when she got up to win her Oscar, she was wearing this beautiful white long gown. Her feet got all caught in the dress. She kind of was like, kind of almost kind of like lost her balance. And Chris Evans in a beautiful velvet blue tux gets up sitting right next to her mother, gets up, grabs her arm and she steadies herself and she looks at him and she's like, 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 thank you. Such a gentleman. And he escorts her up the stairs, but doesn't go up the stairs with her, just kind of glides her up there. And it is the most beautiful, like, gentlemanly, sort of like, wonderful walk to an Oscar you will ever see. And this is last year's Oscar. No, two years ago. America's ass is also America's gentleman. Yeah. You don't like Chris Evans' booty? No. Oh. I actually think it's you, a little flat. 
but you- I'm just saying, like, if you watch Regina King, like, it's it's a beautiful little moment. And it's like, I'm thinking, like, when people are like, oh, the walk to the the walk to the stage is like, it's like, I mean, we would never get fucking people tripping and like i think yeah i think if you're so just to it's also bring like, it all the way back to the beginning long enough to make a material impact i think by the thing i think i think what we're taking i think the takeaway is if you're if you're if you're winning and you have a walk you gotta make it memorable ryan are you playing drunk or are you drunk no i'm drunk <laughs> if you can't if you can't make your walk to Doing a watch what I have it up watch what we can't put this on pod though. Do we, we want to end real oh. fast? Like we've made a real full. Well, circle. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I kind of want to feel like we, we. Should we end up on Agnes of God? Because I really yes. feel like that's evi- That's super uh, the relevant. The nun who got raped. Let's end it. I Goodbye. feel like that's really relevant to to the Oscars of now. But like, don't we have more Oscar convo in us? Yes, but we can do that off pod. We don't want to. We don't want to make that episode six, seven, and eight. Honey, we're at what is what is we're at like closing in on five hours. This is uh, I guess lot. we only have an hour left on the SIM card or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I know. I joked like, oh, we have six hours, guys. <laughs> we're closing in on it. Let's just finish it. Let's just say, listen, Darren, Darren, you're the best. You're the best. You talking Oscars with you <laughs> is like one of my favorite things. I'm just gonna be honest, and I think you're a beautiful human being. And I love knowing you, and I'm very proud to call you my friend. Do you have anything to say to me? (laughs) Do you have anything to say to me? Matt, I love you too. Blah, blah, blah. Do you want to say anything nice to me? (laughs) Darren. This will be good. We do not hang out enough. And when Ryan intruded on our lunch today, I was sad. Okay. I love you both. And hey, everyone, I was watch really the Oscars. To a little, little one-on-one Darren FaceTime. We'll we'll do a little one-on-one FaceTime. <laughs> oh, all right. I'll bet you guys will. Oh my god. We're, okay, everyone, Darren, watch the Oscars. With oh you? my god, everyone, watch the Oscars and stop complaining about how long they are. Yep, yeah. make it a day. We gave you some ideas. Academy, like like the Oscars aren't something you just like tune in and watch. Like it's it's your day. Yeah, make it a thing. <laughs> make yeah. those commercials good, baby. <laughs> anyway, bye everybody. I guess we have to go. I, yeah, no, we're done. I don't want to record anymore. I don't want. I'm sick of talking in this mic. Our aren't Patreon you? is. I don't know. Goodbye. <laughs>